Well, would you look at that? The pro-choice ghouls are out in full force again this week, terrorizing the streets of D.C. with their message, with their message of death. Their foot soldiers in government, like Chuck Schumer, are warning the Supreme Court, don't you dare rule in favor of this crazy thing called life or health or prosperity. And if you get in the way of our efforts to make the abortion process as barbaric as possible, well, then you will pay at the altar of Satan. Did it just get cold in here or is it me? Plus, Trump now saying the feds will be withholding funds from sanctuary cities and ICE targeting sanctuary cities with increased surveillance. This is excellent news. Catch them all, deport them all. And finally, Elizabeth Warren, she's finally dropping out of the race. And we are joined by Blaze TV host Elijah Schaefer to weigh in, who's one of those one of those weirdos who goes in and for whatever reason puts his life in mortal danger at Bernie Sanders rallies. So now that Bernie's fate looks like he's about to go the way of the Soviet Union, we're curious to find out what's next for the Bolshevik wing of the Democrat Party. I'm John Miller, and the White House brief begins now. I'm here to defend abortion rights because I've had abortions and abortion is f***ing cool. Because liberation is fantastic and abortion allowed me to be the liberated woman that I am. You hear that? She's liberated. She's liberated because she killed her baby. You know, when you just liberate yourself from somebody by removing them from the face of the planet. It's a right, you know. I mean, it's not, it's not enough, though, just to have the freedom to get an abortion. No, it is freedom. We are taking the opportunity to present reproductive freedom, including abortion, for exactly what it is, no less than liberty itself. Woo! Oh yes, it's liberty itself. Well, such societal reprobates such as these women have a champion in Chuck Schumer, who on Wednesday threatened both Justices Neil Gorsuch and Brett Kavanaugh during that rally that you just saw. And he was shaking his fists at the Supreme Court because he's worried they're going to actually arrive at a decision that, gosh forbid, might make abortion safer. And he doesn't want that. Who would? I want to tell you, Gorsuch, I want to tell you, Kavanaugh, you have released the whirlwind and you will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. Literally sounding like Satan's mouthpiece himself. You will pay the price. You won't know what hit you. I mean, you hear his voice. That's how Satan sounds in my nightmares. I'm not kidding. He's threatening a Supreme Court justice. He's bullying him into arriving at a ruling that makes abortion dangerous, more dangerous, more dirty, and potentially lethal. In response, Chief Justice John Roberts publicly chastised Schumer. He issued a written statement saying, statements of this sort from the highest levels of government are not only inappropriate, they are dangerous. All members of the court will continue to do their job without fear or favor from whatever quarter. Now, all of this just to put it in perspective, is in the wake of this big court hearing, this big Supreme Court hearing that's challenging a Louisiana law that requires doctors who perform abortions to have admitting privileges at nearby hospital. You know, requires them to actually be up to health code, requires them to actually meet the proper medical standards if they're going to be performing a procedure that is dangerous because, well, it kills one of the parties involved, but at the very least, could we make sure it is safe for the woman who is killing her child, you know? So if you want women to be healthy, 
You want to make sure they get medical treatment in a medical facility that actually meets the proper medical requirements. Uh, well, now that apparently means that you favor a war on them. You're anti-women if that's what you want. You don't even have to be like us on this program where we advocate for a federal ban on all abortion in all cases. If you're one of those people who maybe isn't quite there but is still cautious about abortion, but you know, perhaps wants it to be safe, legal, rare, as it used to be called, well then you're no longer in sync with the zeitgeist of the party, which instead wants to celebrate abortion abundantly. In fact, abortion isn't just a procedure you get when you have an unwanted child and you, and you don't know what to do with it. No, abortion now is life itself. Let's hear it for all the people of abortions! Let's hear it for our trans folks who have abortions! It's something to be celebrated. Trans folk having abortions because we want abortions for all we want everyone to have them we want them to be everywhere and this is not just fringe talk this whole business of trans folks having abortion from some unkempt feminist who ostensibly lost her comb in the uber on the way home from a 3 a.m bender remember this can be heard on the presidential stage uh, i don't believe only in reproductive uh freedom i believe in reproductive justice and you know what that means is that just because a woman or let's also not forget someone in the trans community, a trans female, uh, is poor doesn't mean they shouldn't have the right to exercise that right to choose. And so I absolutely would cover the right to have an abortion. But how is, that's not even biologically possible. But this is where the Democrat Party is. Abortion for everyone, including people who can't biologically have abortions. And even Joe Biden has reversed his position on the Hyde Amendment. That's what prohibits the government from forcing you, the taxpayer, to fund abortion, even if it violates your most deeply held religious beliefs. But I'm glad you just said you would commit to abolishing no, no. the Hyde Amendment. Right now, it, it, it has to be. It can't stay. Can't stay. The Hyde Amendment can't stay. The rest of the candidates, though most dropped out by now, believed in few limits, if any, to abortion. I mean, it's demonic. What we are witnessing in regards to the left's position on this issue is not disagreeable. It's demonic. They are opposing common sense laws that don't even ban abortion as it should be. No, they're opposing laws that simply seek to make it safe for the women. And these people don't want women safe. These people don't want the procedure to be safe. Women's safety has actually never been at the center of this. What is at the center of this is this demonic lifestyle where they simply want to live irresponsible lives. They want to have as much sex as they can with whomever. They want to be sexual deviants. And then when reality comes knocking at their door with the consequences, well, they want to make a deal with the devil that allows them to completely escape those consequences so they can get up and do it all over again the next day. And if you get in the way of that pact that they've made with the devil, well, then government's going to come after you. The Democrat Party is going to come after you. And Chuck Schumer and his ilk in Congress will come after you and they will threaten you like he did Justices Gorsuch and Kavanaugh for doing their jobs. 
Sanctuary Cities, you are on notice. The games are over, and your time putting the lives of American citizens at risk to defend non-citizens, to defend illegal immigrants, is coming to an end. Trump tweeting this morning, as per recent federal court ruling, the federal government will be withholding funds from sanctuary cities. They should change their status and go non-sanctuary. Do not protect criminals. This comes after the ruling last week that allowed the administration to go forward with their plan to deny funding to sanctuary cities. This court battle began all the way back in 2017. Think of all the rapes. Think of all the robberies. Think of all the murders that might not have happened had this administration not had to deal with all of these rogue judges who do not care a whit about the American people, who care more about orange man bad than you, the citizen. Now, there are still three more federal appeals courts in Chicago, Philadelphia, and San Francisco that have upheld injunctions barring enforcement of at least some of the administration's conditions, and that could still mean this ends up at the Supremes. But in the meantime, it looks like all systems go. Immigrations and customs enforcement has begun 24 a day, 24 hour a day surveillance operations around the homes and workplaces of undocumented immigrants. The agency plans to deploy hundreds of additional officers in unmarked cars in the coming weeks to increase arrests in cities where local law enforcement agencies do not cooperate with federal immigration enforcement. So it's time to play, it's time to play catch up. You don't want to cooperate? Well, now you're going to lose your funding. And we're still coming for you illegals anyway. Chicago Mayor Lori Lightfoot says, I question the level of effectiveness other than scaring people. Says a Lori Lightfoot. Who are you? Well, she's Chicago's mayor. Uh, you want to know what's really scary? Lori, crimes committed by criminal illegal aliens. Wielding machetes and baseball bats, MS-13 carried out medieval killings, feds say. Yeah, that's scary. Twice deported illegal immigrants suspected of killing three people in California. That's what's actually scaring people. 11-year-old allegedly raped repeatedly by two illegal immigrants. Every single day, there are American citizens who are harmed by the wicked acts of criminal illegal aliens that are still here. They shouldn't be, but they're still in this country because Democrats fight the president at every turn and they ensure that they are here so that they can wreak havoc on America. So thank God we finally have a judge who has some common sense to actually let this president do what he was elected to do, actually understands the concept of co-equal branches of government and lets the president weed out these evil people who should never have been here in the first place. All right, Senator Elizabeth Warren, she has finally dropped out of the race. It's about time. It's about time. We're not sure who she's going to endorse, whether it is going to be Bernie Sanders on the progressive end, or maybe it will be Joe Biden. But she'll probably have to go consult the Council of Elders back home at the Navajo tribe or wherever she hails from. Joining me now is Elijah Schaefer of Slightly Offensive here on Blaze TV. Elijah, great to have you. How you doing, man? You know, I'm doing better than you because I'm out here in Los Angeles and it is about, I think, 74 degrees and sunny. Oh, really? Uh, it's, so okay, it's 74 beautiful. degrees. Does that mean that the poop on the street starts steaming when it gets to those temperatures? 
Uh, well, the, here's the thing. I do what most people in Los Angeles do is I pay an exorbitant price to live in a in a brand new complex, mm-hmm. like basically a few meters from the poop or in American terms, about nine feet. And so I basically live in my own world behind uh, barriers that blocks me from the realities just outside my doorstep. Well, that's the problem with California, right? You've got uh, the haves, people like you who don't want to see the problems that are going on. <laughs> and then you have the have nots who are wallowing in their own crap on the street it's terrible yeah no it is terrible but you know here's the thing though i took a lesson from the hollywood elite because i started going to uh, beverly hills and some of the nicer areas of la oh very fancy and i noticed that well what they what they did i noticed in order to, to live in la they would just erect large walls and barriers around their houses so i go well if it works for them if walls are protecting their property it might as well work for me and believe it or not if you just walk outside my gate um, it's actually scary. Like I, I just the neighboring apartment complex. It scares me to live there. There's a, a large purple bus that's always parked in front. It looks like a, one of those ones that you wouldn't want your kids to walk by because they might get more free candy than you would hope for. Wait, I thought there's going to be more. There's a purple bus. What What is the significance of a purple bus? Well, it's got tinted windows. It's about 30 or 40 years old, and it's just parked out in front of this apartment complex. Sometimes the door is open and you can't see in, and you wonder if they're trying to, uh, you know, if they're really taking kids to Barney's, you know, super adventures, or if they're probably trying to take your kids somewhere else that you wouldn't be, or you or the municipal police wouldn't be too happy about. Okay, you heard it here first, folks. Elijah Schaefer has a purple bus parked outside of his house. This is breaking stuff. I actually had questions I was going to ask you. So Elizabeth Warren, right? She is, uh, she didn't do too well on Super Tuesday. I, you know, she got third place in her own home state. But in California, weirdly enough, in precincts like Los Angeles, where you are, some of the few places in the country where she actually did get over 15%. And, you know, I know people in LA and she is kind of popular, at least I should say she was, with the sophisticated crowd in places like Los Angeles and San Francisco. So I do want to ask you, uh, is there a sense that people are upset that she has dropped out? Do they have their wigwams in a wad? What's going on and how are people feeling about this? Okay, well, good enough for her. Uh, Native Americans traditionally don't believe in ownership of property. And so I don't think they really have a first and a last place. So since the earth is for all, technically the presidency might be too. So uh, there are no winners and losers in her life. But uh, sad enough, uh, we went out yesterday to uh, walk around Hollywood, which is pretty much as disgusting. Yeah, it's it really is. I saw a man, actually, and I, I don't know how much can I say here, but um, he pulled down his pants and he had human fecal matter smeared all over his butt. He was walking around defecating in the bushes and we all screamed. But I didn't scream because I'm used to that. And this wasn't the good, same man. This image. wasn't the same man who was all over Twitter over the weekend where they I mean, I, I had two videos that were prominent in my Twitter over the weekend. It was the drag queen who was crawling towards the child, the, that poor little child. Um, for drag queen brunch. And then there was this guy who just was like, who had just fecal matter all over himself. Was it that same guy? No, John, there's 61,000 of these men here in Los Angeles. So who, who are these I men? Black men? Different. Uh, mostly actually, but this was a white guy. And that's why you could see the nice contrast between the fecal matter and his pale skin. But I will say that 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 was a good image exactly of how Elizabeth Warren's campaign actually went uh, here in Los Angeles. Sorry to your viewers who might be eating while watching this. Uh, unfortunately, when we went out and talked to viewers on the streets, which the video is actually out uh, today, they nobody said they voted for Warren. And in fact, uh, not a single person that we could find 
said that they supported her or even considered voting for her. Well, she did. She got over 15 percent in Los Angeles. So maybe, you know, it's cool, probably the, failure. It's probably the Hollywood types who are voting for her. Um, weirdly, you know, she's the type who you don't know. And I said this in the intro, um, at least I meant to is that you don't know if she is going to go the progressive route and and endorse a radical like Bernie Sanders or whether she's going to go the more establishment route. I you know Trump has floated this theory. I kind of have this theory that she was in the race as sort of a um, establishment puppet intended to take votes away from Bernie because she was in there for Super Tuesday. Bernie would have gotten more votes had it not been for her siphoning votes away from him. So uh, you know I think she played a role in doing that, but I do wonder. Um, are people like Bernie who you spend time with and you go out and you go to his rallies and, uh, you know, I think we have some B-roll of this, but you go to his rallies and you talk to his types of people. Are those the type of people who are going to go for a, uh, nice young lady like Warren? A nice young lady, um, at a, at okay, a ripe 70? John, way to, way to show us all that you're trying to keep your contract in. And uh, you're on the air regularly, so you can't speak the truth here. We all knew you in the media were liars. A young, a nice young lady. Um, Elizabeth Warren kind of looks a little bit like when a fruit has been left on the tree too long and a squirrel has gotten to it and it's dried out in the sun. I disagree. I think she looks, I think she's 70 years old. I think she looks phenomenal for 70. You know what, John? Are you a married man? No, I'm not. So I'm still on the market. Well, if Elizabeth Warren's husband passes, which I hope he doesn't, I'll go ahead and pass her to your card in case you're ever interested. <laughs> but for the rest of us, for the rest of us who uh, want nothing to do with the woman, uh, let alone have her in any any vacant seat in the in the government, um, you know, I, I think that Elizabeth Warren, uh, she really never had a shot. Um, her policies weren't clear, and I, the reason why I think she didn't get voted in is because she tried to flirt between Biden and. Uh, and um, Bernie Sanders, but she wasn't enough. I mean, it's like, did you want the Bolshevik Leninist revolution or did you want your, that weird uncle who forgot where he was? And with Elizabeth Warren, you basically got that person who doesn't know who they are and where they came from, but also wants to spend $50 trillion as well. Plus, with a woman who gets a, a haircut like that, you got to say, if I can't trust her barber, can I really trust her? <laughs> I mean, I got to say, You've spent you you you've spent more time around Bernie Sanders radicals than I think uh, you probably care to admit. Oh yeah, they are the real deal. You know, they're not kidding around. You know, they're not. Um, you know, they're not fake. They are true revolutionaries. They true, and that's why they ultimately ended up sticking with Bernie because they ultimately believe that Bernie is the guy to carry forth the Bolshevik flag. Um, can they see past? her phoniness. I mean, all the way from her fake Native American status to just the fact that she really is a corporate shill who lied about everything. Can they see that or would they ultimately, uh, or, or, or is she someone they, they could get behind? Not that it matters because she's out, but I'm just curious how the true revolutionary radicals actually feel like a phony like Warren. Well, if you're talking about uh, someone that people want to get behind, that would have just been a Pete Buttigieg but I'm not going to say much there. But anyway, uh, when it comes to the family it, program, I know I was, I said they would try. They, a lot of people were trying to get behind him and I, this is definitely a family program. Remember his initials 
uh, were P.P. Butt. And that was his initials. And no one wanted that as the president of the United States because that would look bad on an executive order. But I think with Elizabeth Warren, uh, the reason why people wouldn't get behind her is because people in California, they want a revolution. They really do. California's been acting like its own, own country for quite a few years. It's got the economy to actually be one. We have enough military bases here. And in fact, people are so dumbed down. Uh, some of the people I spoke to yesterday were saying that they voted for Bernie. Um, and part of what inspired them was smoking a blunt. Uh, in line at the office and so or at the voting booth. So, you know, people are getting high in, in the line. Uh, people are hanging out. They're just chilling. And what's better? What pairs better with marijuana and being stoned than a bloody uh, cold communist future revolution? Yeah. And, and that's what I mean. That's what they want. Really. It's Mad Max land, John, in here in Los Angeles. It really is. You get used to a cult-like behavior where you can't misgender people, where you have to, you know, follow the ideas. And and I had one boy even tell me, he said, you know. You said boy and it was a boy? Yeah, yeah, like like probably like 18, 17. But he goes, you know, capitalism's working out really well for us right now, but socialism's our future. And I said, well, that's like you said, like, well, my girlfriend's really sweet, but uh, – that girl's my future wife. And it's like, well, if you, if you don't like her, I mean, they, like, why, why not her? And he just said, well, you know, because we can't stop it. We can't stop socialism. People here believe that socialism is an unstoppable force. And as of right now, nobody's psychotic enough except for Bernie Sanders to try to actually take us there. Not Elizabeth Warren. I mean, she lies so much. At least, at least Bernie's honest. At least he wants to do something terrible, and he's being honest about it. And Bernie won that state in, in large numbers. Uh, why do you still live there? Well, I was born and raised here, so uh, it's kind of like it's kind of like when you uh, it's kind of like when you watch Lord of the Rings or something, or you go like, oh, maybe that example Star Wars, and you go and you see these volcanic uh, planets, and you go, who would live there? Well, you know who would live there, John? The volcanic people. Way to be a volcanic volcanicist, you know? Don't be don't be discriminatory towards the lava people. I am a lava person. I was raised in the fire. I was born in the heat. Uh, you know, I, I mean, when I was younger, to, to put it into perspective, I've seen someone get shot in front of me. I've seen mo- I've seen a drive-by. I've been robbed uh, twice. I've had a break-in while I was home. I've had two cars stolen. And so it took me a while to realize that this, uh, and I live in a pretty decent part of LA. I mean, rents for an apartment about 2,300 up. They start about 2,300 here. And this has all happened just where I'm at. My brother's been robbed at knife point. Um, and he got his car wrecked while trying to chase the guy. The guy's in prison. My dad's had death threats and hits on his head where we've had to be moved. I've lived next to gang houses. The SWATs raided two of my neighbor's houses. And um, to me, I was just always calling this paradise. And then a crazy thing called YouTube came along, and uh, now I'm looking at where to go next. <laughs> well, that sounds like true paradise if I've ever heard it. So uh, good luck out there, Elijah. We appreciate the time and we appreciate the perspective. I hope the lava reference made sense to everybody and the lava people thing. Well, yeah, the lava people. I mean, if you don't know what lava people are, uh, just spend some time looking at Hillary Clinton. All right. Elijah, thank you for the time. Thank you, John. All right. Elijah Schaefer, everyone. He is the host of Slightly Offensive here on Blaze TV. You can find him on YouTube as well. Thanks for watching, everyone. This has been the White House Brief, and we will see you soon. Hey guys, thank you for listening to the White House Brief Podcast. If you haven't already, remember to subscribe to the podcast. Please rate it, and if you feel like doing it, please leave a review. It really helps us out. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next time.